This time on The Real Generation Gap. Lamest superhero. Everyone makes fun of the fish guy. Don't be a sucker like so, that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't care about Aquaman. I never have. It had the agenda, which brought it down from an eight. We system. are affecting the climate. Good! What? Welcome to The Real Generation Gap. My name is Shane Schildmeyer. And I'm the exasperated Fred Satilli. And today we are reviewing Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Before we dive into this review, please give us a like, a subscription, and leave us a comment. Do you think there's some kind of hidden agenda in this movie? Is global warming real? Let us know what you think. Hidden? <laughs> hidden agenda? This is as in your face as the thing. This is, this is a global warming movie. This is a climate change movie. Why, why don't is, you uh, tell the viewers what you mean by that? Well, all throughout the movie, mm -hmm. the, the, the basic story of the movie is that Aquaman, who is a product of the land and the sea because he had a land-bound father and a mermaid mother. Yeah. Are you allowed to say mermaid now? Or is that, <laughs> is that the mermaid population going to rise up against me? But his mother was of the ocean population. Atlanteans. She was lovely. Yeah. Anyway, she came up there, and she just had to go with this lighthouse keeper, this totally regular guy. Product of that is the love child, Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Now, after that, she was captured and taken back to the ocean where she had Aquaman's brother from a different father, mm -hmm. right? So he's a brother from the same mother. <laughs> so anyway, Aquaman wants to unite the undersea kingdom of which he has a vested interest. He's the king of the undersea kingdom because in the first movie he defeated his evil brother. Mm -hmm. His evil brother was bad because he was the product of the evil union and his father's an earth guy. So he's a landman. So he wants to unite these two worlds. Why does he, first of all, the Atlanteans, the people from Atlantis, they don't want this because yeah. they think we're dirtbags. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But he wants to do it. And why does he want to do it? To save the earth. He's because he yeah, loves you. He says that right. he can we can use their technology of the sky and our technology of the ocean to their fight technology of the water. Yeah, yeah. And our technology against, of the land and sky. Yeah, to fight to, back against to, global warming. All of the whole movie, yeah. Everything that happens in the movie is a result of that. Mm hmm But I don't see why that's a problem. But you had a problem well, with it. Well, I, I see that as a problem because we have a government that's redistributing worldwide finance based on this. Now, if we really had a threat of man-made global warming, don't tell me it's getting warm out. Don't tell me, well, we used to have snow, now we're not, or whatever it may be. Global warming is affected by natural things. We had glacial periods, we have desert periods, and this is the Earth's rotation changes, the axis changes, the 11-year cycle of sun activity changes. So you're There's the Coriolis effect. So you're saying we are not impacting global warming at all as, as a civilization? N not to the degree where it's a man-made crisis that we can repair damage. But you there, do think we are impacting it? Everything everybody does impacts it. One, every single animal okay, and plant we can the agree planet. there. We can agree there. We are impacting it to a degree. Yeah, but... What's the degree? Well, ninety-seven percent of scientists think. No, that. that's just not true. That's what do you some, mean? That's not true. That's I. I can't wait to hear the source of that. Uh, that was on NASA's website. 
Yeah. Well, that's a government organization, so right off the bat, you know, it's you know, it's comp- probably probably uh, they did that to include somebody from a different population. You know, look, the United States is the piggy bank of the world. We're the most productive people on the planet. And all everybody wants to do in every other country is get some of that money. And how can they get it? Through some kind of global warming reparation project. Well, how does some- that make any sense? Like, the gas companies are what own politicians. Gasoline? Yeah, oil companies. Oil right. companies okay. own, own politicians. They own the government if you really like want to get into, you know. What, well, lots of what companies do. Com- banks, banks are bigger than oil okay, companies. Okay, so if oil companies, you know, have this big... Uh, big um influence how does it make sense that there's money to be made off global warming we have to change everything to fight global warming we have to get rid of oil we have to get rid of plastics pollution so like that's i mean that 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 is there's money involved with that what no no man-made global warming is not an epidemic that's killing the planet that that's i just like your 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 claim though is like neither of us are scientists though so you know it's like you Neither can't. are most of the scientists in your survey. <laughs> but, like, can you prove that, though? I don't have to prove like, it. Like, can we find a source that says, you know, that these aren't scientists? Like, What your thing is not proof. Well, I don't have their names, but it's, this is on NASA's website, .gov, you know. Yeah, like, yeah .gov. Right, .gov. The government is promoting this. Sure. It's redistribution sure, of wealth. That's a government project. <laughs> it's a, and you're quoting a government website. Forget it. Don't be a sucker like so, that. So, but okay, but what can like I I get it. There's there's total there's there's valid reasons to question the government. Okay, so let's say you don't believe that these sources, whatever, that doesn't uh, automatically mean that it's not true. That global warming, we're not doesn't affected. mean it is true either. Okay, but you're very opinionated that it's not true. So I'm like, what is your sources to say it's a hundred percent not true? You don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. You don't. Now, but you I don't was, need a weatherman to see that ski resorts are closing because there's no snow anymore. That's baloney. That's not baloney. When I was a, a young man in high school, mm-hmm. we had a new thing that they created, Earth Day. We're going to save the Earth. 1970. There you go. I remember it so well. Earth Day, you know, and we all had Earth shoes, these weird clogs that everybody came out to save the Earth. None of that stuff happened. There's more polar bars than ever. There's more plants than ever, right? The CO2 that's being created, the Brazilian rainforest is booming, booming. Brazil has got so much agriculture that using 70% of their automobile fuel is coming from sugar. Okay, but you're, you're acknowledging that we are impacting a difference in the climate. Everything impacts everything. Exactly. It's a giant so synergistic we system. We are affecting the climate. Good. What? It's okay for us to do that. So I don't think it's good it's, that it's our coral reefs are dying and that we're losing snow in places that there used to be snow. We're totally it doesn't matter that those rearranging are habitats. It, it doesn't matter that that's happening. That happens naturally all the naturally time. Naturally over thousands and thousands of years, not rapidly like it's going we, on we've now. Had, we've had rapid changes. Once 65 million years ago, a meteorite hit the earth, blew away all the land. Yeah, that's animals. a physical, natural change, though. Was that's, not, that's not us impacting it. Why, why are we bad? You have this idea that we're bad. We're not I bad. I, I'm not saying we're bad, but I'm saying we need to acknowledge the, the changes that we're making on this there, planet. There's nobody that's a bigger ecologist than me. When it I was a little like boy, a... <laughs> when, when I was a little boy, I took my lunch to school in a paper bag. 
-hmm. And when I was done, I folded up the paper bag and I put it in the back pocket of my pants and I brought it home and I used it the next day. In, in one school year, I used two of those bags. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm from farm stock people. I'm from rural South Jersey. We, we hunters and farmers and all that kind of stuff. I'm very, very much, you know, I'm a gardener at home. I make my own soil. Yeah, yeah. I have a compost pile. Yeah, I recycle absolutely. everything. I'm, I'm real big on that. It's not that I don't think that we should do that. It's yeah. that I don't think we need to redistribute the wealth of our nation all around the world because we're some kind of evil imperialist who are killing everybody's climate. What's happening on this planet as at, a, as, at a substantial rate that's noticeable. As, as a human race, mm -hmm. we have created more prosperity for the people of the world. Nutrition is better than ever. The distribution of food is better than ever. The distribution of knowledge is better than ever. The distribution of energy is better. And I 200 get that. 200 years ago when George Washington here was 98% of the population were farmers. Yeah, and I get that, but why can't we acknowledge that we are ruining things in other areas? Like we are. We are acknowledging it. We there's acknowledge microplastics it every day. in everything, in probably both of us. We have yes, a there are. ton of microplastics, which. Every who animal. knows how that's going to affect us? Who's like my kids? Who knows? Maybe it'll you know? make us better. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it will. See, you just have these. You just have these weird scare tactic results. Like they've had these scare tactics. You don't want this, and you're like, oh, it's inside me. Yeah. I got microplastic. I don't want microplastic either. I don't want heavy metals. There's a whole bunch of things I don't want. I especially don't want government vaccines. You know, gain of research <laughs> stuff. I don't want that in me either. Okay, QAnon. I don't but want regardless. I don't, I don't want mutant viruses. <laughs> I, I don't want anything like that. Global warming is relevant now. Our money, the money that's being created, not the tax dollars, yeah. the fake money, is being created for this purpose that's happening now, and the movie is now, and it's indoctrinating the people now. People are coming out of there going, wow, if only the Atlanteans would come and help us with this problem. We had There was a movie, too, about an African nation that was you know, going to come, and everybody went crazy, thought it was a real nation. You're talking about uh, Black Panther? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you're, people believe what they see in these movies, and they well, there are probably people who think there is an Atlantis as a result of this. That's the don't, main reason you don't like the movie, or you don't like the movie? I, I don't even know. Yeah, see, see, you're, that's what you're doing, right? I have an <laughs> issue with that issue. It doesn't mean I didn't like the movie, okay. but you're doing a Kathy Newman thing. <laughs> so you're saying no, no, this I, movie is I, the worst thing ever made. <laughs> no, I, no I'm, I'm not saying that. I enjoyed the movie. I had fun with the movie because yeah. the child in me mm -hmm. likes bright colors flashing by 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the good part of the movie. The Cinerama was great. The Cinerama was the reason for the whole movie. The message is the same message you've seen 80 million times. There was no surprises. You knew everything that was going to happen. And you know what? In, in the previous uh, review that we did, I was real happy because... The movie concluded with a finished story, and it was uplifting. Yeah. And this is a finished, uplifting story too. It's an un up, but it's un it's uplifting in a not real thing. So at <laughs> according the end, to Fred, right? We're happy because we united with all these people, and you know all that kind of stuff. But we're never going to do that in real life because there is no under the sea people of Atlantis that we know yeah. of but we can unite globally to you know that's what control, they want that, that this is emissions. a one world government promotion thing and it's nauseating shame on them a guy is phenomenal as jason momoa with his whole history all the things he did whether it was the game of thrones or the star thing or whatever like that the guy is great 
The guy is great. You're a big Momoa fan or what? He's been made at what? So you're a big Momoa fan? I really like him. I think he's really great. I think he's been Hollywooded. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, I make the money, Jason. Make the yeah. money. Yeah. Do you think it was pretty corny? This I predicted the whole story in like the first two minutes. Right. It's very simple to determine what's going to happen in this movie. But some um, aspects were really great. But yeah, it was a fun movie. It's fun, and I think that's kind of what's most important, right? Yeah. Um, I, I love the transformation of Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. He he was. Aquaman's brother, and in mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie, he's in prison, he's starving, he's naked, he's, he's just a disaster, he's a ghost of a man, mm-hmm. and progressively in each scene, he gets a little healthier, a little stronger, a little cleaner, yeah. a little better. By the end, he's gorgeous. Yeah, and that you know? has to do with him touching the ocean again. And right, yeah, he leaps, but, uh, yeah, he, he's Yeah, I thought he was uh, interesting looking, so I looked into it, because he looks very much like the original Aquaman. And, uh, you know, Momoa looks like a cool Aquaman. <laughs> so, yeah, I was looking into the, um, you know, James Wan's directing choices. And he did choose to make uh, Jason Momoa's brother look like the original Aquaman. Um, just because Jason Momoa looks nothing like the original blonde hair, blue eyes Aquaman. And uh, he kind of tried to, you know, make them look a little different. But Jason Momoa makes Aquaman cool. Before these movies, Aquaman was like the lamest superhero. Everyone makes fun of the fish guy. Right. Um, there's, I, there's like countless you know, skits out there making fun of the fish guy. Even in The Boys, there's like their version of Aquaman. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, The Boys. No. On Prime. no. It's like kind of makes fun of superheroes and like how they would actually be horrible people in real life. Um, and they have an Aquaman, and he's, like, super weird. And, like, everyone's eating, like, fish sticks in front of him and stuff, and he's just, like, heartbroken. But, yeah. Well, here's a problem I have with Aquaman. As, as First of all, Aquaman, once again, is a product of the boomer generation. Mm-hmm. Right? So you ignore, and, you know, that's another thing. The entry into the movie and the exit of the movie, Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf. Are you kidding? Is there anything more cliche? I mean, I know that Momoa in real life is a motorcyclist, mm-hmm. and that's the quintessential motorcycle movie. But come on, man, give me something from the day and age. I mean, anyway, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you don't uh, appreciate that. I'm I'm kind of offended by it. <laughs> okay. You know, it's a, it's like cultural appropriation for me. <laughs> it's like you know, come up with an idea. It's look at the resources everybody has now, mm-hmm. and, but yet they're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't care about Aquaman. I never have. <laughs> I used to love the DC uh, cartoons growing up uh-huh. and never cared about Aquaman. And actually in those ones, it was a kind of a cooler Aquaman. He had he usually came with like no shirt and he has a hook for a hand. Um, it's like a later version of Aquaman. Yeah, Longer hair. Kind of looks that. more like Momo, actually. Yeah. But um, I never care about Aquaman. No one really cares. Everybody in the movie is cast well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, Jason Momoa, is, yeah, okay, oh, good, we got it, right. So, yeah, the ocean master, Patrick William, he, Patrick Wilson, Wilson mm-hmm. he's uh, Aquaman's half-brother, yep. right? Nicole Kidman, who's always gorgeous, and she was gorgeous in the movie. Uh, Amber Heard was cute in the movie. <laughs> she was pretty hot. Well, for your generation, maybe. To me, she's a cute little girl. Yeah. But, you know, things like near the end of the movie, Aquaman and his brother, they have the heartfelt scene that you've seen 10,000 times. Well, yeah. I, like I said, it was a corny movie. It was a feel-good movie. Yeah. For sure. Nothing it was, was kind of like Avatar that way. Yeah. You know. 
So I I liked it. I thought it was uplifting. I enjoyed watching it. But I, you hated the message. Oh, the the, the, the pol- underlying right message. Yeah, yeah. The agenda message. I don't need that in any movie. Yeah, I, I don't think need that's that in a any movie. Ridiculous. I feel like this movie was pretty inspired by Lord of the Rings. Did you get that vibe at all, or? I, I never even thought of that at all. It never even yeah, occurred I, to me. What what about it was like that? Just the interactions with the main bad guy. I forgot what his name in his, in this movie, but it looked a lot like Sauron from Lord of the Rings. You know, like the night, all dark, kind of evil, with all that green magic. It was pretty. I don't know. I felt it was like very Lord. We of the keep Rings. seeing that character also. We keep seeing that character over and over again. The cartoon kids who make this must love drawing that kind of a guy. <laughs> the other guy that you keep seeing that we saw was the scientist guy, who was the regular earthbound guy, regular normal guy, no muscles, no magic, no hair, no nothing. Yeah. But he was like real smart. Yeah. And shockingly, even though this is underwater and in cities are exploding and thousands of hordes of combatants of all kind are fighting and, and these superhuman people are having these incredible battles this guy makes it through he didn't get a scratch mm-hmm. you know yeah and he, well, he, he has a few heroic moments even like you think that guy just would have been scotched right off the bat right just yeah. dead well, yeah there's always the scientists uh, yeah i thought maybe there might be a little influence to lord of the rings in this film you're, pr- you're probably right the artists who make all this stuff they they live in this world mm-hmm. and they're they're making this art all day they're doing it you know, yeah, they they went to school for it. They grew up in it. They're thinking about it. For this, for them, this stuff is very natural. The this is Black Manta. Yeah. Okay. Now Black Manta wants to kill Aquaman because Aquaman killed his father. Yeah. Well, just kill him. <laughs> you know, what I mean, you don't have to do it with exotic weapons in some incredible arena. Just you know, come out with a gun and blast him in half. I mean. I I just that everybody has to be killed in these exotic ways, but. <laughs> This guy, tremendous physique, tremendous actor. They had him in a costume most of the time, so you didn't get to see him. You know, he's in the giant ant suit, right? He's, he's, ant, he's yeah. what, what, what's he called? Um, what is his name? The Black Manta. Black Manta. He's supposed to be like a manta ray. Now, this now, movie is ending. This is the last movie of the DC universe that was just established with Superman, Batman, The Flash, all yeah. those movies. This is the last. So I think it was kind of just like, let's wrap it up quick. Because I think they did postpone this movie, and they probably did some changes. Um, So I think it's just kind of like, let's just wrap it all up. Kind of a storyline. Quick and dirty. Yeah. Quick and dirty. Just pull something off the shelf, give it to the fish guy. Yeah. Give him a try, put him in a scaly suit. Yeah. You know, hair going like this. Mm -hmm. I like it when the girl's hair goes like that. (laughs) Phenomenal Cinerama. When you say Cinerama, you mean CGI? Yeah. I've never heard the phrase Cinerama. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Where'd you hear that? I thought everybody knew it. I've never heard of that. Okay. Well, yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> Maybe a, it is. Maybe I thought I'm it wrong. Was a, I thought it was a common term. So what? What do you? What is your um, rating for this film overall? I'm giving the movie a six. Okay. It had. It was very entertaining to watch. It had no substance whatsoever. No. No. And it. And it had the agenda, which brought it down from an eight. I don't need that. I don't want that. I don't in in sports in music. I don't want agenda. If I'm going to a sporting event, I just want to see the football game. I don't I want it, I don't want people wearing pink armbands. That's the foundation of art to give some kind of message and agenda. Every artist wants to promote something. Anyways, I give it a five because I didn't really care. 
Um, I don't care if it does horribly, and I don't care if it does well. I don't care about Aquaman. Um, <laughs> Jason Momoa is kind of cool. I think he's cooler in Game of Thrones. Um, and that's kind of how I felt about it. The move, the first one, I fell asleep. This one, I made sure I stayed awake. Um, and it probably wasn't worth staying awake. So I give it a five. Okay. <laughs> that's a little harsh. That's a review of Aquaman and the Last Kingdom. My name is Shane Schildmeyer. And I'm Fred Satilli. Fred Satilli, the climate denier. Uh, please make sure to give us a like, comment, and subscription. Let us know what you think about this movie. Is Jason Momoa the best and final Aquaman? Will he be quickly replaced? Is Fred out of his mind with denying climate change? Or am I a loony for trusting the government? Let us know what you think. See you at the next one.